Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host on the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We're in now episode 195, and I'll be doing my review on Spider-Man Far From Home. So, spoiler alert, if you have not seen Spider-Man Far From Home, I strongly suggest that you do not listen to this episode. You've been warned. So, um, Spider-Man Far From Home takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame, of course. So, but yeah, um, movie starts off in Mexico. Um, Nick Fury and Maria Hill encounter a storm, which is revealed to be the Earth Elemental. A super-powered man, Quentin um, Beck, arrives to fight the creature. In New York City, the Midtown School of Science and Technology restarts its academic year to accommodate the students who um, were among those resurrected by Bruce Banner eight months earlier, of course. Um, So the school organizes a two-week summer uh, field trip to Europe. Peter Parker, um, while still distraught over Tony Stark's death, plans to confess his growing feelings for classmate MJ. Um... He, uh, he attends a fundraiser for the homeless, coordinated by his Aunt May. Um, there, uh, he disconnects a call from Nick Fury and leaves after being posed uh, questions about Stark. In Venice, Italy, during the trip, Parker and his friends are among those attacked by the water elemental, which proceeds to uh, wreak, wreak havoc on the city. So um, Beck arrives and destroys the creature while um, Parker attempts uh, to help. So Fury sabotages Parker's trip and gives him Stark's glasses, which were meant to sorry, which was meant uh, which were meant for a successor. The glasses are equipped with artificial intelligence, Edith, um, which has all access, sorry, which has access to all databases of Stark Industries and can launch weapons at command. Beck claims uh, the Elementals killed his family at, and that he hails from a different reality, one among many in the multiverse. So, um, Parker rejects Fury's plea for help and rejoins his class. But Fury uh, covertly redirects the school's trip itinerary to Prague, where the uh, fire elemental is projected to strike. Um, it appears there. Um, it appears there at the, uh, a carnival, of course, and but Beck, with Parker's help, destroys it. Fury and Hill invite Parker and Beck to Berlin to. Uh, discuss the formation of a new superhero team. So Parker considers Beck worthy of being Stark's successor and uh, and, uh, bequests him with um, the Eat of Glasses. Uh, NJ deduces uh, Parker as Spider-Man. They discover uh, discover that a piece of... um, Detritus, sorry, uh, Detritus. Sorry, they, they uh, discovered that the piece of 
the treatise. She was uh, she retrieved um, during the battle is a projector that presents an image of the air elemental. Um, the two realize Beck is a fraud. Um, at a nearby pub, Beck, a former holographic illusion specialist at Stark Industries, who was fired for his unstable nature, thanks his team of fellow ex-Stark employees. Parker uh, travels to Berlin to uh, sorry, and meets with Fury, only to realize that the vision, um, sorry, that the version before him is an illusion created by Beck. Um, Parker battles multiple illusions and is ultimately hit by a train. Surviving the impact, badly injured, um, he falls. He falls unconscious in a train car, <laughs> awakening. In a jail cell in the in Netherlands, of course. So uh, he breaks out and contacts Happy Hogan. So Happy flies Parker to London and reveals a suit manufacturing machine um, left behind by Stark, which Parker uses uh, to uh, synthesize a custom costume. So, um, but yeah, in London, Beck um, seeking to kill MJ and any others to whom um, she might have revealed his secret, orchestrates a Tempest uh, Elemental. So Parker breaks through the illusion using his spider tingle, which is pretty much a spider sense anyway, gains control of Edith and um, defeats Beck, who is shot by a misfire gun and dies. So Parker, and, you know, Parker returns uh, to New York City and begins a relationship with NJ. Um, but yeah, um, oh, by the way, uh, in a mid-credit scene, J. Jonah Jameson of the um, Daily Bugle, of course, played by uh, yours truly, um, oh, J.K. Simmons, that's right. So yeah, so J.K. Simmons reprised his, reprised his role as J. Jonah Jameson in the MCU this time. So, but anyway, um, so yeah, uh, what the heck? Sorry, what was I saying now? Oh, now I remember. Um, yeah, in the mid-credit scene, um, of course, J. Jonah Jameson, played by J.K. Simmons of the, of the Daily Bugle, blames Spider-Man for the Elementals' attack, broadcasting doctored footage of the incident recorded by Beck incriminating Parker for his death and revealing Spider-Man's uh, real identity. In a uh, post-credit scene, the scrolls Talos and Thorn are revealed to have been uh, masturbating as Fury and Hill, of course, the whole time. So, assigned to impersonate them by the real Fury, who commands a scroll, you know, spaceship. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, forgive me for losing my place earlier. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give the movie a um, a nine point nine out of well, you know what? Forget it. A ninety nine out of hundred. That's what it's getting. So, and the reason why is because you know. 
Mysterio died, so I was, you know, I was hoping he would become one of the Sinister Six members. So I guess that's not going to happen. And they were teasing Michael Keaton's role, you know, reprising his role as the Vulture in Spider-Man: Far From Home, and it turns out that didn't happen. Oh, and that scene, the scene where he was in the restaurant fighting off cr- criminals, and in, in uh, sorry, the scene where Spider-Man is fighting off criminals in his um his little spider iron suit, iron spider suit that was designed by Stark or, you know, created by Stark. That didn't happen in the movie, pretty much. It was in the trailer, but it it wasn't in the movie. So it might be a deleted scene, maybe. I don't know, but they didn't put that in there. So that's why the movie got a 99 out of 100. Um, But other than that, you know, the special effects was excellent. The cinematography was excellent. I like the, uh, I like the setting. I like, you know, the writing was good. You know, some people, you know, were like hoping that it would focus more on the action, but, you know, it was cool to see more, you know, more of Peter Parker than Spider-Man. I mean, I'd say it was a good portion, you know, Peter Parker and Spider-Man, you know, he's trying to confess his love, you know, confess his feelings for MJ, which I thought was cool, you know, that's part of, I mean, it's part of the Spider-Man stories and like, you know, MJ, you know, in love with Peter Parker, then later on finds out he's Spider-Man, you know, that type of thing. So, of course, you know, it's cool to have that in there. I mean, it's not like it's a John Wick film. You know, John Wick film, John Wick films don't need love stories. So, it would kill it all, you know. But this one, however, you know, it was good enough. You know, it's not like a whole, you know, it wasn't like Mission Impossible where it was mainly a love story. But I say it was good enough, you know. He's, you know, trying to, you know, um, confess his feelings towards MJ. And, um, you know, I thought that was good. And I like how, you know, they were able to get Mysterio in there. And, you know, I like how, okay, the trailer, we're thinking that, oh, you know, Mysterio is a good guy, you know, in the MCU this time. That's what I was thinking. I mean, that's what everybody was thinking. And then it turns out, and then he turns out to be the main antagonist instead of the Elementals, which was Molten Man, um, Hydro Man's one, and I guess the Earth one is Sandman. I don't know. That's what I'm guessing. But, um, and I can't think of who would be Wind, you know, because you got Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, you know. But I couldn't. I can't think of a win superhero. I mean, a, a win supervillain in the Spider-Man comic books. But other than that, I know Multiman. I know the uh, lava, the lava man that was in um, Prague. I know that was supposed to be um, Molten Man, and of course the water uh, elemental and Venice was supposed to be Hydro Man. So. I guess the elementals were an illusion, but you know, it was cool that they pretty much put put them in there, you know, in the MCU. But I don't know if they're going to be like real, you know, because they were just they were just illusions. But uh, I don't, you know, if they could put them in there for like, you know, for real, for real, then that'll be cool. But I like how they, you know, there was uh, there was a, there was an interesting uh, Easter egg. Where um, 
where okay, or Spider like in the you know in the Spider Man Far From Home, you know, he uh the El you know the member a member of the Elemental. I mean, well, one like the Water Elemental was inspired by Hydro Man, um, of course, and also it was uh what was it? I think Flash Thompson is uh was seen reading an article about Morris Bench. Um, ha and how he was transformed into uh, a water being due to an experimental uh, water generator, and you know, which implied um, that you know he did exist. So that part is not an illusion. So hopefully they'll get him in there somehow. You know, who knows? He might join the Sinister Six. But right now, I know Vulture is going to be part of the Sinister Six, possibly Shocker and Scorpion. Um, the other you know, the other three, I'm not really sure. It's possibly going to be Chameleon. I'm, I've been hearing rumors about him being in, in, being in the Spider-Man films. Um, possibly Hydro-Man. I can't think of, you know, it's either going to be Rhino or Mysterio, you know. But a lot of people say the Mysterio's dead, but it's kind of hard to tell nowadays, you know, judging by that Dr. Tate that was uh, sent to the Daily Bugle in the, in the post credit scenes. But, um... I like how, you know, it was it was a unique twist too. That I like I like the twist where the scrolls were masquerading as Nick Fury and uh, uh, Maria Hill. So I thought that was interesting. So I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, oh, Dave, the uh, spaceship that. Um, is being commanded by Nick Fury, which the scrolls are living in. There's, there's, it's a possibility it might be the Peak, which is a spaceship out space, which was, um, I guess, a headquarters by Sword. And Sword stands for, um, I'm trying to think, what does it stand for? Sen yeah, sorry, Sentient, Sentient World Observation and Response Department. So, but yeah, um, Sword. I guess they're you know introducing Sword in the MCU, and I, I don't know if he's gonna be. I don't know if Sword's gonna be run by Nick Fury. Um, so don't know who's gonna be running Sword. But um, you know, I guess they're you know introducing them, the group, Sword, and in in the MCU. So. Oh, and by the way, that uh, that post-credit scene was pretty funny, you know. And a lot of people were very surprised to see J.K. Simmons and J. Jonah Jameson again. So everybody was like, "Woo!" You know, so a lot of people went crazy, and I was very shocked. And then I like how you know that it was pretty messed up. I thought it was pretty messed up that they um, doctored the tape, you know, setting up Spider-Man. And then the funny part was like. Spider-Man at the end of the post-credit scene was Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker, and then. You know, Spider-Man, I was like, what the... I was like, oh, man. Got the name and the picture. So, the, you know, I was like, so now... You know, it's very interesting to see how he's going to get out of that. I mean, well, not the whole thing, but as far as his name... As far as clearing his name, I think that's going to happen. But... Um, yeah, clearing his name is going to happen, but as far as the identity thing... Yeah, that's a done deal, pretty much. 
you know, now the, the whole world knows that he's Spider-Man, just like the whole world knew that Iron Man was Tony Stark. I'm thinking that, okay, you know, now that, yeah, that's going to be out there, and they can't undo that. Unless they have someone else masquerading as Spider- I don't know. They might, you know, do a Spider-Verse to where it clear. I don't know, it clears his name on that part. I mean, there are different possibilities, but now... Peter Parker has some challenges, you know. So, he's going to, you know, face. So, but yeah, you know, I'm hearing hearing that, um, you know, they're trying to do nine Spider-Man films. So, hopefully, um, I don't know if one of them is going to include Venom versus Spider-Man, but I'm, you know, they's, Tony, uh, Kevin Feige, you know, the CEO of Marvel Studios said that a Spider-Man vs. Venom film would likely happen, or a um, a Venom or Spider-Man crossover could likely happen. So that's good news, because it's hard to, it's hard to see a Venom verse without Spider-Man, you know, and Tom Holland on top of that, you know. So I would say that that helps, um, but we'll talk more about that later on in the podcast in upcoming episodes. Um, well, yeah, and and then yeah, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that pretty soon. So, but yeah, um, yeah, that post credit scene was pretty funny. Part of Spider Man's real name was Peter Parker, and how you look when he said it, you know. And then it showed the picture of Peter Parker, and he's like, "Oh, he's like what?" I was like, "Yeah, you a troll." And my dad's like, "Oh, he gonna have to drop out of high school now." I was like, eh. "I'm thinking that, you know, Spider Man." You know, now I'm thinking that I think this could probably that as far as the identity thing, the secret identity being leaked to the world, I think that could probably work in his favor. So we don't know yet, but, you know, we'll see later on down the line of upcoming Spider-Man films. So, yeah, I think that covers it for right now. But um, also, before I forget. The uh, Spider-Man Far From Home film has made um, $342.4 million worldwide with a production budget of $160 million. So it looks like they got some of that production budget money back since it's made, you know, uh, $342.4 million worldwide. But uh, it's it's pretty much going to make more. I mean, it's it's the first week. It came out on you know, July 2nd, so give it time, but yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's probably gonna be, you know, probably gonna hit that $800 million mark or $1 billion at least, you know, but we never know, but I'm, I'm rude for tonight, I'm rude for at least $800 million. but uh, yeah, we'll see, but yeah, that concludes this uh, review, of course. Feel free, to, uh, feel free to visit us, like us on Facebook. We're available on iTunes, Google Play Music app, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube.